Hey, y'all. It's Rosemary Lewis. C. Lewis in the building. And we are a local real estate couple in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And we are inviting you into our Pillow Talk, also known as Eagle Talk. Here we talk about marriage, business, kids, goals, and basically all the things. Let's get started. Welcome, homies. Come on in to Eagle Talk Tuesday. Um, when you come in, say hello. Hey, Shireen, the realtor. Hey, Alicia, cousin. Hey, what's happening? Uh, look. Y'all got to have your minds right tonight. I'm about to drop this heat on you. Yes, we're ready for a great conversation. We are. But tell us, how is your Tuesday going? Because, whew, child. Yeah, it was crazy ooh, around here today. I noticed, I told my friend that I noticed that I bust out in song all the random time. Yeah, you do. You never tell me that. But anyway, welcome y'all to Eagle Talk Tuesday. Let's you, do this. You are here with your girl, Rosemary Lewis. See, Lewis here, and it's Tuesday once again, and we are about to bring y'all some value, as yeah. we try to do every week. Yes, yes, yes. No, we don't try. We do. We do. We are being intentional and consistent about this effort. Um you, you know what it is. You know who we are. Um, let's hop into your week. Tell us, how have you been in the last seven days? Uh, I've been busy. Grateful to be busy. I um, spent the day with my son, my youngest son. I'm always with my oldest son. So it was uh, it was good. Good to spend some time with him. He's on spring break. Uh, and we're just finishing. We got two and a half weeks in the quarter left. Mm-hmm. So just working on finish that off strong and uh, getting ready for Q2. Yep, and the you got a birthday coming up. I do. Three twenty. Yes, three yes. twenty is his birthday. How, how old y'all think Corey is? They know. I, I say it all the time. How old I am? Okay. Well, he 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 fine to me. He looking oh, good, I'm, babe. I'm, a, I'm old. I realized uh, yesterday. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I realized something about myself yesterday that I thought I was, but I'm not, and that's young anymore because I I ran twice. No, I ran Sunday and worked out. Ran yesterday two miles and worked out. And I got home and almost needed a walker. So yes, yes, he was he was a crip walking. Yeah, on the way here. So look, it's certain times um, where you you do feel young, but certain times that you like, no, I'm every bit of forty, whatever I am. Yeah. So yep. Well, for me, um, in this sprint, y'all, I'm just really grateful. I mean, well, first of all, my best friend came. This is this is the one thing I'll share. My best friend, Mishala, um, came to hang out with us over the weekend. And it's so cool. Mishala and I have been friends for the full duration of my life. Yeah. And we fell out like once in eighth grade for like a week. And, you know, things got weird, like our senior year in college. Not weird. Like we just, she, yeah, she, we, she was away at school. I was at home. I had a baby. So we had a little bit of distance, but other than those two very short stints, we have been friends, consistent, right or dies the whole time. And um, what's cool is that while Mishla's here, she and her husband, y'all, I met Mishla. Like when I met Corey, I was with Mishla. When Mishla met her husband, she was with me. Yep. So that just shows you how um, connected we've been. And they started a new business. Yeah. And her her husband started a new business. So it was super dope 
to um, Michelle and I both were in education. I was a teacher. She's a social worker. And it was cool to have her here. And like, I'm in the office hammering away on the phone. She's in here, um, you know, prospecting for her clients. And it's just a beautiful thing to see, um, to be able to grow full circle with somebody who knows. See, it's one thing like, do you have a friend who knows secrets that you forgot about? You know, stuff in your life that you forgot, like you forgot that even happened, but they remind you and not on a throw shade, like throw stuff in your face. But like, girl, you remember when we used to blah, 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 blah. So um, it was just a really, really good weekend. So happy about that. Yeah. So. So let's get into it, y'all. We talking money. I'm excited. Uh, Financial literacy is really what I want to talk about. We want to talk about. Yeah. Um, And I want to just give you all some information that I've known for a while and some information that I just recently found out. And share, be very transparent and share yeah. our journey. So this topic came um, to play because we uh, we talk, we have real friends that we talk to. Yeah. And um, it's actually one gentleman, um, the person who's helping us um, edit our podcast. He said to us once, like, I would can y'all talk about money, um, especially for those young couples who are just starting out, just figuring it out, maybe struggling, like what what tips or what he almost kind of said like how did y'all do it but really I think what he wanted to say is how did you crawl out of the hole you you were in <laughs> because at some point we all have some struggles and mm-hmm. we definitely struggle financially for um oh, I need to plug that up we definitely struggle financially um in the beginning of our marriage and the middle of our marriage and just and it's because we didn't learn certain things that we um, just feel like we need to normalize. So I hear people saying things like, let's normalize black luxury, let's normalize, you know, whatever it is, whatever is the new buzzword. But honestly, let's normalize having these financial literacy conversations and not from a place of you have to have so much, but being a good steward of the resources that you do have. So, so what I want to start talking about is I want to talk about, hey, Corey, bring me the uh, phone cord real quick so I can plug this phone up so it can stop going black. Uh, something I found out last week was about Roth IRAs. And I found out that you can get a Roth IRA for your your children. And today I took my son to my financial advisor and I got him one. $500 I'm putting in it every single month. Uh, he's nine, by the way. And long story short, when he gets 60, he has $3 million in it. So stuff like that that we didn't know mm-hmm. um, growing up. Or even our parents weren't able to do it if they did know it. But I thought that that was very important to let you guys know that you can do that for your children early. Yeah. So we want to preface. We are not financial advisors. advisors. We are not financial advisors. We actually had to. Corey got this information from YouTube University, I think. Absolutely. And then he went to our financial advisor. And and CPA. And CPA and discussed it. But let me just back up before we go all the way there. So first of all, I'm going to tell you that some of the words that we just said used to be so intimidating to me. Yeah. Financial advisor, CPA, because we pretty much were living um, um, situation to situation. I don't even know if it was paycheck to paycheck, right? right? Trying to figure it out. So just even the thought of having someone to assist us with our money, my initial thought used to be, well, we don't really have enough money to even engage those type of people. Right. But what, Oh, here we had to fix the okay but what we want to point out is that whatever whatever stage you're at there are things that we can start doing now to set ourselves up and to set our children up mm-hmm. so 
if you are in a position where maybe you can do a Roth, and I don't know, you got to talk to your talk. You had to talk to a financial yeah, advisor. Should, yeah. Can you spend fifty dollars a month? Right. You know, um, can you spend twenty five dollars a month? Can you start saving in your bank account? Like, what are the things that you can start doing right away um, so that we don't just create this continual cycle of mm-hmm. ignorance? Right. And I think when it comes to finances, I know for me. A lot of times it was easier to be ignorant than to because I didn't have the habits in place. It was easier just not to do stuff and be intimidated by it than actually take action. Yeah. Well, really what I want to talk about, too, and I actually took some notes because I wanted to make sure that I hit on a lot of stuff that I've been working on and that I learned. Um, You got to get serious about your future. Right. So when I'm talking to getting serious, I mean, I've studied like really studied the world's uh, top millionaires and billionaires. And one thing that they all had in common is that they had more than one string of income. Mm -hmm. Most of them had at least three, minimum of three. Okay, so if I break down my life, right, I'm a real estate guy, I'm in the barber school, and I'm in stocks. Those are the three main ways that I eat. So you got to figure that out on what what your three things you need or your interests, your business, your job, whatever. Um, So you can stop trading time for dollars if that's what you guys are doing. Um, But that was very important that I I realized over the weekend. Yeah. And then what I'll say is when it's time to diversify, when it is time, you you have to get uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. It has to be a point instead of just looking and wanting to change your life and wanting to change your situation. We have to get uncomfortable. So for Corey, when he talks about having multiple strings of income, one part of that is he, you know, he has to be educating himself about the stocks or he All has to educate himself. You know, he has to deal with the challenges that come through. Yeah. Oh, it keeps going off. OK, y'all back. I don't know what's going on. My phone phone is today. Acting crazy. Yeah, he has to um, deal with the challenges or address the challenges at the barber college in order to to get to this point. But I want to go back for a little further is that with financial literacy, there's just a lot of things like, for instance, put in comments or um, let us know when you eat grits, do you put sugar on your grits or salt on your grits? Hmm. And just indulge me here for a second. Right. Because it's it's probably going to be a hard balance. Some people are going to be sugar people. Some people are probably going to be salt people. And, you know why you are, I see sugar, salt, sugar, salt. You know why? Because somebody taught you that habit when right. you were younger. Right. Right. So it is so ingrained in you to put salt or sugar. And by the way, I'm a sugar person. If you really want to know, um, it's so ingrained in you because it's a habit that you were taught. So let's talk about what habits were we taught and what habits are we mm-hmm. passing on? Right. I've said on here before, my daddy, like, God, I love him. He's so frugal and he saves, uh, saves. He He's such a saver, but he never taught me how to save. Right. Right. He kind of said to me, you should save money. You should, you know, he didn't, he, it was, it was almost like a command, like almost like a bad thing. Then I felt like I didn't know how to do it. So I didn't do it. So how often are we, do we not know how to do something because it was never modeled for us, but here is where we get to change right now. You get to be the one to say, as for me and my house, we're going to be a tithers. We're going to be savers. We're going to have multiple string of income. And I'm not just going to just do it because this is where Corey and I can be guilty. We can just be in fast forward mode and not doing stuff or just doing stuff and not really explaining to our kids or modeling 
for them why we are doing what we are doing. And it's that modeling please. So first we got to make a decision to have the tough conversations, to be honest with ourselves, to create the habits. But now when we create the habits, we have to model it for our children. So they won't have as hard a time as we had, you know, trying to figure it out because we're being intentional about what we're showing them. But you also have to be, um, you got to be smart. And when I mean smart, I'm like, so just, the longer you live, the smarter you're supposed to get, right? Yeah. So it's kind of think about it like this, style or comfort, right? We can go out and we can spend $800 on a pair of Gucci shoes, right? No problem. But I really should be spending $150 on a pair of rock ports. Does that make, does that make sense? Yeah. So that's kind of like how you have to think about it. Especially at, at 43. Right, at, at our mm-hmm. age, right? So that's how you got to think about it. What's up, JC? Um, I want to go back to stocks. Four people. Y'all can write this down or inbox me and I'll send it to you. I want to give you these four people. This is just for your own research. It, they work for me. Stock Mo is one. Keenan Grace. I'm going to tell you something that Keenan taught me. It's the five P's. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. Keenan Grace taught me that. Y'all follow him. Uh, who else am I missing? Chris Sang. That's number three. My last guy is, who am I missing? Larry Jones. He's from Chicago. Larry's out of Chicago. So I I always talk stocks. Those are four people that, um, you know, I'm being mentored by and that's that information. Yeah. And, and as core, as we're talking about this, one thing that I'll say, and I'll tell you, like when Corey used to have these financial, y'all been here, but if you haven't been here, like money, was a stronghold for me. Um, and it was a stronghold. Love stock it, Yeah, it was a stronghold in the sense of I had a, a poor relationship with money. I had a poor relationship in how I handle it. I felt like it wasn't available, even when it was available for me. Even when I had money to pay the bills, I had a negative outlook on it. So here I am trying to, you know, working on being a real estate agent and want to be successful. And I'm trying to attain something that I side, like low key got a problem with. So having to heal the relationship with money, but now do some hard work behind it. Because again, a lot of times I would be dismissive of financial conversations because I came from a place of lack, right? And let's just be real. Everybody isn't going to be a millionaire, but we all, but, or they're not going to gross a million dollars or earn a million dollars plus a year. But there are definitely people out here working for the post office that retire millionaires because of the habits that they are putting in place. And whether your habits look like you, um, you know, being an avid saver or an investor or something like that, we have to get uncomfortable and start to take risks and start to build new habits so that we can create wealth because, and, and wealth looks different for everybody. Like what I define as wealth may be different than what you define as wealth. Let's not get caught up on the words, but let's get caught up on making the decision to change our thinking, to change our, our behaviors, to change our habits, and then Eventually, we change our life. I, um, by the way, when we talk, since we're talking investing and stuff like that, Warren Buffett, the world's greatest ever living investor, is a buy and hold guy. Uh, just so you know, he's not a day trader. He he buys and he just holds for long term. So that's that's simple to do because you don't have to do anything. All you got to do is find out the information on what to buy and just sit on it. But I did find out something last night. I was watching uh, this guy and he said forty two percent. Think about this, and I really think it's more. But he said forty two percent of Americans. No. Yeah. Americans, 42% of their money either goes for taxes, mortgage or rent and living expenses. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's probably closer to about 50% for most people. But just think about that. You're giving up 50% of your money just to live 
anyway. Like, yeah. you got to understand that. That's why it's important to pay yourself first, at least 10%. Yeah. Makes sense. So so just small habits. So one thing we, we get back into saving. Corey and I just really like like just really. And I, t- I told my real estate classes that I'm teaching, um, you know, first you, we spent some time just getting out of the hole, you know, just getting ahead of ourselves. Right. 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 Then it was like, oh, well, it feels kind of nice not to to um, have to be worried about money, right? So mm-hmm. we didn't necessarily, we weren't necessarily best stewards in all areas. We weren't, we weren't just trashy, but you know what I'm saying? Um, but now it's kind of like, you. we came to a point a few years ago where we looked and said, okay, now we don't have any excuses. But it still was a tough, a hard turn to start changing some behaviors. Mm-hmm. But when you start changing behaviors and when we you start showing consistency in any instance, you will be better off than just lacking discipline and lacking consistency. Yeah, for sure. I had a conversation with a young lady today um, who is looking to purchase a home. We got her with the lender um, because we just kind of want to see exactly where she was at. Long story short, on credit, she's able to purchase a home. She can qualify, but there has to be um, more savings. Like that's that's the next goal. Um, we have to problem solve in order to figure out how she's going to come up with down payment and closing costs. So in our conversation, though, she was telling me because she's an RN, how she's about to get this raise and this raise is going to be like $5 an hour um, that she's going to get. She's like, so, you know, I might be able to afford a little more because I'm going to get paid a little more. So I said to her, well, listen to this is you're already used to living off of what you live off of. So when you get this $5 an hour, 40 hours a week, that's $200 a week, that's $800 a month. Go ahead and save that. And once you like, don't even like as soon as it hits your account, you can go to the bank. You can have them set up your savings account or your checking account when a certain amount comes into it that it'll automatically save. Because if I'm being honest, that's what I do because I don't have the discipline to go do it myself. Yeah. I have to have it do it automatically. So I just said, you know, if you do that, what's eight times 12? If she does that, she'll have like what? 9,600 at the end of one year. And guess what? Now we're exactly where we want to be. The problem is solved. As opposed to now you get that extra $800 a month and, and you eat out a little more. But I know that um, it took us having that conversation to work through, to, to share some financial literacy on how to handle the finances that are coming in that made all the difference in the world for her. All right. So, again, we're talking, we're playing long ball here, right? And again, I won't, I'm, I'm talking about really, really getting serious about your future. I'm going to tell you something else I found out. There was an article that I read today. It was from 1953. Okay. Mm. And the guy was the CEO. He was the president of Pacific Phone Company. His name was Mark Sullivan. And in the article, he was talking about the telephone. He was saying that, uh, you know, the telephone is going to be uh, as common as people walking around wearing a a wristwatch. Right. (laughs) Or seriously, I'm going to send it to you. Or he said, I even think one day it'll be able to you'll be able to see See each each other other. on the telephone or it will translate languages. Okay, those are three things. Yeah, those are three things that has happened in just under 70 years. So here is the tip. And I know most most people stay away from it because they're uneducated about it. But I think you need to dig if you don't have it. Cryptocurrency. And I'm going to tell you why. It is going to eliminate the dollar. It is. Just, and you have to just follow what the big boys are doing. Elon Musk just dropped $1.5 billion in Bitcoin, right? And I, the list goes on. We can talk about the Dallas Mavericks taking crypto. Just do your research. Get you some coins. I ain't telling you to go get $90 million worth of coins. I'm just telling you get in the game because it's coming. 
And if you want to, what is it? Uphold is where you can get. That's what I use. You can use Coinbase, Uphold, whoever you want to use. But I'm telling you, just get it because it's going to happen. You need Bitcoin, Ethereum, Ripple, and Doge. Those are the four. Just, just do your research. Get you a couple. But those are the ones that are going to pop and it's going to replace the dollar bill. Okay, so y'all can't see my face. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just giving you. I'm telling you what I know. Do your own research, though. I'm not telling you to do it because I do it personally. I own a hundred thousand Doge coins. And I don't be telling people what you want. Well, they only five cents, so I'm just telling you. you if you can spend five cents, go spend five cents. The the point is, whatever if it's, and I'm not dismissing your point. No, but if it's, if it's if it's if it's Cryptocurrency, if right. it's investing in your ice cream machine, if it's saving your money, Absolutely. if it's starting, if it's this really being the year that you get out of credit card debt, now is the time, y'all, where whatever your situation is, mm-hmm. and, and ours too, like wherever you are, the only way to move from point A to point B is action. Yeah. And we know from experience that the financial conversations are hard and it's especially hard again if we're focusing on where we lack instead of what what can we do like what can we do with the resources that we are given so what i want to encourage you to do Mm -hmm. is to really take stock you know just really take stock on and and i've had some friends like this same thing with with myself and with Corey that have really looked at their spending really sit down like do you really have a budget right you know what i'm saying and really know exactly how much you the other day Corey, i looked at a bill that i cover and he's like how like it, it shocked him on what we were spending a for month, right. a month for our um one of our electric bills uh, because he he's not in tune with it and uh, again not that he's not paying attention but it's something that i cover but how many of us really don't know what's coming in or going out. Yep. And a lot of times when we really sit down and look at our finances, look at how we're spending our money, we can easily go in and find an extra hundred, two thousand dollars a month on miscellaneous spending. But now don't just take that money and trick off with it. You know, now what can, now how can we make this money work for me and have conversations with your kids about it? Yeah, for sure. Have conversations. I'm right. thinking about when we did um, we did Dave Ramsey financial, financial piece, piece a couple years ago, and we were paying off credit cards and just kind of I don't agree with everything Dave Ramsey says, but there are some things, especially regarding um, revolving consumer debt, that I do um, agree yeah. with some of his principles. But I remember my, my son at the time Corey had to be maybe a junior in high school. He was so confused on why we were even in credit card debt. Right. Do you remember that? Yeah. He was so confused. He was just like, and, and when I'm really being honest, a good portion of the credit card debt was just foolish. And when we snowballed and, and started, you know, started getting some traction, started saving some money and were able to eliminate the debt. I think about all the years that I carried it. And you know why I carried it is because I just didn't even dare to research how yeah. to do something different. Yeah. I, um, I figured out on some information over the weekend on how to pay our house off in four and a half years, right? I'll send you out a video. Somebody DM me if you want to see it. But I just really think that that was just valuable information because you are not, you're taught just to pay a 30 year mortgage, yeah. right? But if you, if you make some small tweaks, um, I think that you'll find a whole lot. Of, it's a whole lot of free information out there. First of all, a lot of, of free information yeah, and a if, lot we can do. Yeah. And if you make some small, uh, tweaks, you understand 
the tricks that the wealthy know that yeah. you don't know. And that's why I always say follow the big boys. I'm going um, to end with this that that is a myth actually about money. Just me studying money. It's people think that you're supposed to save everything. You're not. And I'm not telling you don't save money. Sure, right. you need to save money. But you need to have your money working. You yep. need it working for you. That's why I'm, I'm speaking the things that I'm speaking because it's moving. It's just not sitting there getting, you know, 1% a year. So just understand and research again how money works. How money works. And don't be afraid to do the hard work mm-hmm. and have the hard conversations with yourself. Yeah. Right. Having the hard conversations with yourself. But what are we modeling? Like being intentional about what we are modeling. Because here's the thing. You're going to have to pay bills anyway. Yeah. You know, those are never going to go away. You're going to have to pay to live. You're going to have to pay your normal expenses. But let me tell you just just how freeing it is when money isn't this hovering. Like, I know people like my daddy. My daddy is probably rich, right? <laughs> won't know. Unfortunately, no, unfortunately, I won't know um, until something happens, right? right? But even for someone like him who has discipline, his outlet look is still from a, a different mindset that doesn't en- allow him to even enjoy the um, benefits of his consistency. Mm-hmm. So we need to normalize, you know, having financial literacy conversations, having them with our kids, having them with our friends. Stop being scared about people being in your business. Like if you're doing, if you are, Going and putting a Roth IRA in your kid's bank account. Like I told Corey, it almost like was a sigh of relief when our older son told us he didn't want to go to college. You know why? Right. Why? Tell him why. Because the money wasn't there. We didn't we we didn't plan for it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everyone says save for you. And I'm just gonna be that transparent to say at the time. For now, in four years since he has been out of school or three years, our situation has changed because our habits have changed. But that was something that caused me so much anxiety because, yeah, could I have pulled from 401k or whatever? But at the end of the day, I was thinking if he really wants to go to school, um, I'm going to. And by the way, our son is in real estate, so he's not just like chilling like he's pretty good he knew that he didn't want to go to a four-year university um because he knew that he wanted to join his dad and i in our business but it burdened me to know that if he did choose to go away to school he would have had to take out loans because i did not wasn't prepared i wasn't prepared that's the whole purpose you know what i'm saying i wasn't prepared i didn't have i didn't I didn't do the research. You see that thing, you know, it's like you you driving down the street and you see that the the road is about to end, but you keep going. Right. Y'all, stop going. Stop just going aimlessly um, and, and begin to have those tough conversations. Yeah. So, again, I'm going to leave y'all with, with the five P's. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. So, do your work. Go ahead. Get up. Get busy. It's, it's the, it, this is the greatest transfer of wealth that has ever happened in human history. Understand it. It's a lot of people that are coming out of this thing uh, very wealthy. Yeah. And you, a lot of opportunity. Yeah, for and, sure. And if nothing else, it's, and I don't care. We always say do it scared. So if that scared for you is for somebody out there, that is literally just opening up a savings account tomorrow and putting $50 in it right. and committing to yourself. I'm going to put $50 a month for somebody else that's looking at stock Mo and uncle Joe and all the people that Corey talking about. And for somebody else is saying, okay, let me really sit down and look at my budget and see how I'm spending my money. And for somebody else, it might be like, oh, it's time to level up and go all the way in. Let's start buying these rentals. Wherever you are, 
Just move towards action For sure. and trust me. Yeah. It will make a huge difference. Yeah. There we go, y'all. A little bit yep. more value. We're coming with it. Preparing for the second quarter. Hope y'all are winning. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. We'll see you next week. Peace. Thanks for checking in with us. Peace.